0: To get up every morning with a smile on your face And show the world all the love in your heart Welcome to another episode of Ask Sarah. Today we're going to be talking about beauty. What is beauty? How do we define it? They say that beauty is in the eye of the beholder, but I also believe it's in the soul, the character the heart and the spirit. You will see on the posting a picture of a dog with its teeth on the outside. Some would say an ugly mug. But when you look at that, and you look into the eyes, you see such a beautiful soul, such a wonderful spirit. So how do we define beauty? Yes, we all like to look at someone who is deemed beautiful. You know, beautiful skin, perfect structure, gorgeous eyes, full lips... Full breast, full hips, flat stomach, long legs, flowing hair. Yes. And of course with the man, let's not forget the abs and the muscles and the manly look. But does that make the person beautiful? Beauty is something that may be on the outside, but unless it exudes from the inside, what is it really? I remember as a teenager meeting a man, a friend of my mother's, with his wife. His wife was very beautiful, but I never felt warmth from her. She was not friendly. She would just sit there. She certainly didn't want to be in our company, but he did. My mother and I together were always very, very good hosts, and we loved people, and to laugh, and to talk, and to explore. She just wanted to be admired. I think I said something to him about her beauty one day and he said to me, Yeah, it's fine if you like being married to a portrait. He had married somebody that was beautiful but spent so much time in maintaining her beauty that she forgot to feed the beauty within. Then you meet somebody else with everything in all the wrong places and just their heart and their soul and their spirit the very soul of who they are exudes from them. The laughter, the love, the way they uplift you, the way they make you feel, they make you feel beautiful. Now, beauty is something that we do strive for because we do love beautiful things. Architecture, homes, clothes, cars. We strive for that perfect line that perfect look, but it is going to change. It is going to change from the viewer's eye. I love beautiful people. I think Sophie Lorraine was an absolutely woman's woman. I think uh, Greta Gabo was a beautiful, mysterious woman. I think um, Eva Longueras, and I think a few others that my name goes from about the present moment. And with the men, there's a lot of good-looking men out there. But I look at it this way. You look at a beautiful man with all those chiseled abs and perfect hair and bronze body, and you think to yourself, hmm, how much time would he have for me? He spends, obviously, so much time on himself, the grooming, the having the perfect body. Is he capable of just sitting and talking and laughing and exploring. Or was everything to him maintaining the perfect body? It's the same with the women. Are they spending all that time fussing over the perfect look, the perfect makeup, the perfect hair? And God forbid if the hair should go out of place. There was another person that I knew back in my youth with my mum, a couple and she lived her life absolutely pristinely, nothing out of place. Her clothes, her hair, her lipstick, everything in her home. And one time she invited my mother over for a dinner, and my mother bought a potluck. And she was extremely upset that people liked my mother's food. And when she had gone to so much trouble to have everything perfectly placed... Um, she didn't like the things that balls didn't go back in the right place, and she would get extremely uptight. Same with the conversation, it had to follow a particular structure for her, and she was unable to be at ease with just the casual flow. One day, her husband, they were going out for dinner, and she said, I don't have anything to wear. And he made the cardinal send, saying, You've got some gorgeous clothes in your wardrobe, wear one of those. She went out to her car. A car he had just bought her. She drove it back up the um, driveway and drove it full force right into the garage. Somebody wound up a little too tight. The perfection that she seeked into maintaining her beauty made her cold, unpredictable, unfriendly. You look at some of the animals and their beautiful, ugly mutts. Everything in the wrong place, squint little eyes, muttered hair, but they're bouncing about and they just want some love and attention for you to say hello. You look at a child, dirty from the mud, kind of worms almost hanging off them, and they're so happy because they've been exploring. Yes, we love beauty, but beauty, we really have to look because it comes from within. There's something very, very beautiful about a lined face, one that has seen life. No teeth, but a huge, big smile and a glint in the eye. This is somebody who's gone through life forwards and backwards many times, but has found the reason to laugh, the reason to still celebrate life. And in that, they are beautiful. You'll find somebody who's lost limbs through car accidents, through war. Yet there they are, making sure that they are participating in life in whatever way they can and finding some exuberance and a reason to live for. You find somebody who has lost everything and has every reason to cry, yet they find laughter in something, something that lifts them up and gives them a reason to start again. You have people that are suffering diseases, And where everybody is, poor you, oh, you poor thing, you're dying. They have decided to surround themselves with laughter and upbeatness and raise that vibration within them, raise that frequency so that it will heal them and look upon life as, well, if it's my time to go, I will go. But I'm going to go in joy, I'm going to go happy. And very often those people continue to stay because they've chosen to see life that way. There are many countries that are considered beautiful. But again, that comes in the eye of the beholder. Yes, I love beautiful crystal clear blue waters and a porcelain white beach with palm trees and a gentle wind. It's absolutely gorgeous. But I also loved a rugged terrain of wild flowers growing in a field and clouds covering a mountain and the wind blowing of all the birds dancing, and just a river below running rampant. There's beauty in everything. I love to dress. I love clothes. I love to wear something that makes me feel feminine, makes me feel beautiful. But that beauty isn't the perfect size. I'm approaching 60. I'm a little weighty and definitely curvy. But I can still wear things that make me feel feminine, that make me feel good. To somebody else's eye, I'm probably just an old woman trying too hard. And to others, they may see that I choose to dress in a way that makes me feel good, that makes me feel alive, that makes me feel beautiful. Not the beauty of the magazines, but just free and carefree and happy within myself. I have my dog Kokomo, and so when I go walking with her, very often I'm just wearing a skirt or jeans, and we go off and have a little doggy walk, especially if I'm meeting my doggy grandkids, because they're going to be on my lap and all over me. But I still try and make a little effort. My hair, a little makeup, foundation, mascara, lipstick and just try and get out there and represent me in the best light possible. I'm not a beautiful woman by any means, but I think I have a sparkle about me that can light up a room when people choose to switch me on. <laughs> I'm a very introverted extrovert. That extrovertism is something that I respond to To the room's vibrations, the introvert is that I keep a great deal to myself, even though I'm a talker. I am extremely shy for all my gregarious. But when somebody walks into a room, and it's not their beauty that makes people turn around and stop, but it's their presence. They may not be wearing the most fashionable outfit. They may not look like the million-dollar actress... But they come in in a commander room, that presence. They're comfortable in their own skin. They're dressing the way that represents them, that pleases them. They're honoring themselves in the way they look, in the way they want to be presented. And in that confidence, they exude a presence that requires people to move over across the room to meet them beauty is something that comes from within inside but we can still take care of the outside I've always said make an effort in the way that you do dress clean you know it doesn't have to be perfect it could be mismatched but just you know you're representing yourself so it shows people whether you have any respect for you or not and if you're slovenly or dirty or torn and it's showing you don't have a, you know, a care attitude. And sometimes people can perceive that that lack of care is also something that rolls over into the other aspects of your life. No, wearing an Armani suit when you're a jeans and t-shirt kind of person ain't going to cut it. But a nice t-shirt, good, good pair of jeans, wearing it well, representing yourself well and truthfully, that is definitely what is, will be embraced. You see these people, they get caught up with the monetary wealth and, you know, it's got to be the sports car, it's got to be the Armani suit, it's got to be the penthouse, it's got to be the the jewels, uh, the diamond ring, Um, it's got to be everything expensive. And they think that that is what makes them beautiful, alluring, and that everybody wants to be around them. Bottom line is, everybody just wants a piece of their money. They're not representing themselves, they're representing an illusion of themselves. And one day they will wake up and realize, the car, the house, the clothes, the jewelry, all gone, that really the enrichment of you, the true value of you, is in you. And you could be standing there naked and be the wealthiest person in the world. And I don't mean monetary wealth, I mean soul, spirit, heart, mind, wealth, And you can be a person that everybody will embrace. I think we're slowly getting there, folks. I think we're getting there to the part where we're not looking at people having to be the perfect kind of beauty, the cookie cutter. Because, you know, as soon as somebody reaches that so-called perfect beauty and everybody now starts to look the same, the same kind of hairstyle, the same kind of clothes, the same kind of makeup, and they have the Botox and the, and they have the plastic surgery, all to look the same, all of a sudden there's too many of them and they're out of date and there's a new exotic person on the on the horizon and uh, that look is the, now the look that is in. So you may as well embrace the look that you have. You can play around with it with makeup, with hairstyles, with your clothes. You can change your look up and down according to the way you feel. Experiment. Have fun. That's what it's about. But don't go and start barbying yourself. You know, the old Barbie doll? Um, Trying to make yourself look like the mainstream to try and fit in. You're not meant to fit in. You're meant to stand out. You're meant to Stand tall in your own life, in your own beauty, in your own persona. This is where you're meant to be in life. Beauty isn't something that is flawed. Have you walked through a forest and you've seen all the branches that have fallen, the trees that have fallen, the chaos that comes from underneath it? It is so beautiful. It's so beautiful to kind of see things go back to the earth. You can walk through a field in the dead of winter and see everything completely brown and dead and dull and grey. And then as soon as that spring and that warmth comes about, you can walk by it a week later and see everything in growth. And another week, everything knee-high. It's amazing how the planet, how the earth, can go from death to life just by the seasons. A little warmth from the sun, a little watering and a lot of good vibrations, and there you have a field of growth. It's the same with us. <coughs> if you water us, if you show love, if you embrace people for who they are, not what they look like, or not what they represent on the outside, but what, who they are on the inside, if you water that that confidence, or oh, help them overcome their insecurity, tell them how they look good or you know that top you wore the other day really suits you, It brings out your eyes or I love the way you did your hair that day or you know, have you ever tried doing your hair this way because I think it will really become you you can help people find that confidence and that beauty within them by just showing that you care that's something that goes a great deal farther in the world is careness kindness, yes caring. I care enough to help you embrace yourself. I care enough for you to live your true diva, your dreams, inspirations, visions and aspirations. I care enough for you to embrace all that you can be, all that is waiting for you. I used to be in the fashion business I had a dress store called Wear Unusual, which was W-E-A-R. It was named after my daughter, Tabitha. Tabitha's Wear Unusual. And we took designs and made them personal to the people that came in. We could take the same designs, but put them in different fabrics and coordinate them with different things, and they would suit different people. But it was all about that individuality, not about everybody wearing the same that everybody else is wearing. I remember there was a great big huge event here. Um, it was the opening of the Pan Pacific Hotel at the same time as Expo opened up in 86, at my store in 85, 86. And many of my clients were going to it and they didn't want to dress that year's fashion or look the same. So they came to me and they all went away wearing things totally different some people with a 1920s type look some people with a 40s some people with a current look but they went out there feeling individual and in that individual they were representing who they were and they felt beautiful it wasn't about the big huge hot Renfrew expensive dress that everybody else was going to be looking at or the same thing that everybody else was wearing they went out there confident enough in their own personality to dress according to the way they felt not the way society or fashion had dictated. I loved that side of fashion. I've always dressed to the way I feel. And sometimes I can lay out something the night before and I'm going to wear that. And the next day, uh -uh, my feeling isn't there. And I go through a dozen different types of clothing to find something that feels just right. Because if I don't feel right in it, I ain't going to look right in it. I have been in the modelling business, but I was of different shape. I was tall, I was big-boned, and I would wear a lot of women's clothes when I was a young teenager, 16, 17, uh, because I had shape. And at that time, the twiggy look was in, and the shape wasn't really that big. I remember coming out on a fashion show, and I was wearing this uh, kind of sexy dress. It was very simple. It was just like a shirt-waisted dress, but it was the way that it hung and of course the way I walked it I didn't come out flat tampons and just walking as if I'm a giraffe you know I came out we had music and I came out to the music and represented the dress the next outfit I came out on was kind of a baby doll type outfit and I put my hair up and I wore this baby doll and I came out looking all innocent and someone shouted from the audience yeah right after the last dress do you think we're going to buy that but it was fun we came out representing that outfit in the way it made us feel. And I liked that kind of fashion and I like that kind of modelling. It is different today, as I said. Everybody comes out rather like droids and uh, they're long-legged and they're skinny and they walk like giraffes and you look at the clothes and virtually none of us would ever wear them because they really don't represent the real body or the real people. But they're fun to watch. Art is something that we look at as beautiful. You know, art is something that is... Um, Again, it beauty in the eye of the beholder, and you know Picasso is a great one for that. You know, drawing faces that were completely other, abstract and and weird, and yet you saw a beauty in it. And and people um, taking photography or or art things that are broken and and worn out, showing life lived, and there's a beauty in that. And survival coming out of war, there's beauty in that. It's for us to see that beauty, to find it, not just to take things on face value, not just to look at the cover, because we can't judge the book that way. What we can do is make the effort to feel the beauty, to feel the beauty around us. How is it making us feel? How do we hear that beauty? How does it resonate in its tonage to us? How do we touch that beauty? How does it vibrate through us? to make us feel that we can embrace it. We mustn't just rely on our eyes. Our eyes can deceive us. The reason I do a radio show is that I want you to see what you hear. This is your interpretation of what I speak. I want it to be your visualization, not for me to give you a dictation of what you should see, but for you to see it for yourself." Beauty is also in a song, in the poetry of the words, in the tonage of the music, in the way it makes us sway, or dance, or sing along. There is a song that lifts our soul and our heart, that raises our arms, and sets our fate in motion. There lies beauty. It could be a song of pain. It could be a song of sorrow. But we connect with it, and in there is the beauty. Dance, of course, is something that is beautiful. I love watching So You Think You Can Dance. I love watching these young people try out different genres, try different things, and interpret the music with such poetry with their bodies, sometimes contorting, sometimes painful, but always leaping and so extraordinary. It is wonderful to see them strive each week to excellence, and it is superb to see them reach it. But again, it is open to our own interpretation. It is us that will see the beauty or not in it. And some may see a lot, and some may not. It comes to food. Food is beautiful. Ah, have you seen the colors of food? The vibrancies, the deep, reds of a pomegranate the wonderful oranges of a pumpkin the vibrant greens of all the leaves and the wonderful reds of, of radishes you know food is just something that is so beautifully visual and when you're going to enjoy a feast, you're going to eat it with your eyes first, and then the aroma, and then when, by the time it reaches your palate, ah, you've already devoured it, you've already devoured it in its beauty. There lies another beauty. Beauty also lies in friendship. It lies in the trust of someone who does not judge you, that is there for you, does not preach to you, but cares for you somebody that is there that embraces you for who you are and everything that you do somebody that simply loves for you friendships are so beautiful when you have a friend that is there for you through the thick and through the thin through the ups and through the downs that beauty of that friendship is something that is priceless and very often cannot be spoken for it is just that It's the same of a relationship between a man and a woman. When you find that friendship, that inner love, that inner beauty, when you allow each other to grow, you allow each other to be, when you celebrate each other for who you are, and when you come together unitedly, you are living in beauty. When you hold a child for the first time, gently, smelly, a little ugly, scrunched up like a little old man, and you hold that child in your arms. You've known this child for nine months, but now you finally get to meet them face to face. The beauty of them, the beauty of their smell, the beauty of their perfection, their little fingers, their little toes, their scrunched up nose, the beauty of of everything they stand for. That beauty is hard to surpass handing that child over to a father for the first time, discovering love through his child's eyes, where that child looks up at the parent with such love and such trust and such connection. There lies true beauty. So beauty is everywhere. It's not just in the perfect porcelain face and hair and body. It's not just in the long, lean legs or the muscles. It's not just in the fashionable house or the extraordinary car all those things are very nice but if you haven't got the beauty on the inside you haven't got beauty at all if you cannot see the beauty in the pain of life you don't understand beauty if you cannot see life on the upside and only see it on the down you're not living it's beauty attitude is something that's beautiful when people have that positive attitude... Ah, shit happens. Yeah, it was a bad day... But let's see what tomorrow has for me... Because I know it's going to be better. That's a beautiful attitude. When somebody you know... Has had their legs cut from beneath them... Yet again and again and again... yep, each time they get back up... This time it will work. This time it will work. And you want to encourage them... Because they're such believers... And their attitude is beautiful. When you look at a child who looks at you honestly and profoundly and speaks her truth unfiltered, unquestioned, and you see that in their eyes, such beauty. When you look at a pet who just love you and trust you, they're yours. They will do anything for you. Teeth on the outside, teeth on the inside, chipped ear, no tail, scarred, beautiful, ugly, they're all absolutely wonderful. So when you talk of beauty, truly look at the world through different eyes. We have so many beautiful people here that aren't models, that aren't on magazines, that aren't film stars, ordinary everyday people walking by you every day. They're beautiful in their approach to life. They're beautiful in the way they live their lives. They're beautiful in the way they care. Their kindness, their love, their smile. They may have challenges. They may have obstacles. But they choose to greet each day as if today is the day their beautiful canvas will be portrayed. We have an opportunity to paint our life as we see it. We have a path before us. It's a path that was long chosen. We can walk it with free will, but we need to open. Open our eyes, open our hearts, our souls and our minds. We need to open our spirits to what is around us because we will only understand the journey and the purpose of that journey through walking it by embracing everything around it. The bumpy pothill roads, the thorns, the broken down trees across the road, All of these things are a part of your journey in life. It's not just a straight, boring highway, and nor would you want it to be. The curves, the winds, the turns, the bridges, the stops along the way is what life is about. Enjoy the beauty around you. In all its glorious ugliness, enjoy the beauty. For beauty within is the true beauty of all. The beauty of life truly lived is the real beauty the beauty of love is the truth so when you learn to love you love everything about you about your life, about the people in your life about your purpose in life, about your journey in life, you're truly living your beauty, so don't be afraid to do so don't let anybody look at you and go what is she wearing wear it with pride with difference, with exuberance and be you Utterly and truly you, not a clone, not a droid, not a variation of somebody else, but you. For you are beautiful, inside and out. Embrace your beauty, live your beauty, share your beauty. For beauty of love and spirit, truth and trust and purpose and meaning and dignity is what we live for. So you beautiful people. Have a wonderful week and I will speak to you next time.